Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside, Inside Edge, Edge Community, community. Five, 5, 4, four, four three, 3, 2, two, two one. 1. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's stream. It is a wonderful Wednesday, and we are once again joined by Javon. Uh, Javon, thanks for running it back after we had a, had a good day uh, last Wednesday, your stream debut. Uh, how are we feeling this morning? Feeling pretty good. I'm excited. It's a pretty decent slate of baseball, so I'm you know excited to talk about it with you. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, and so I, I have just a, a general question for you that I was that I was thinking about. So it's Wednesday, uh, of course, which means that what we're seeing uh, with a lot of today's games is the last game of a three-game slate. So just completely generally speaking, not talking about any particular games yet, uh, how does that or does it at all impact your your handicapping process? Looking at like if we have a, a game three of a series versus a team starting up a new series. Well, as far as me looking at props, I think it gets easier as you get through the series just because you have a, a general perception of how a guy is going to do. Like, obviously, the pitching matchup is different, and that's a very important part of the process. But um, once you get a handle on how a guy is hitting in a particular series, like, it's it's easier, I think, to read and look. You know, you know what to look for. Um, uh, I'll say an example of that is, like, Mike Trout. Like, we've been, we've been chasing him for a while, and he's – not been hitting too well in this series particularly so even you know despite kind of the look again like spoiler i'm probably going to play it again but it's probably a terrible idea but so I, i'm not going to recommend it to anyone just because of how the guy's hitting in this series um but on the flip side in that you know you got guys like whit merrifield uh bobby witt salvador perez those guys are all hitting really well in that series so i'm going to look to target them uh, if the matchup is there so just stuff to look out for pretty much yeah i i think it for me it 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 goes both ways, right? I feel like I can really start to overthink stuff on that on like a full game level, looking at like, oh, this is how game one of the series went, and now and now we're gonna start supplying emotional narratives into the series. And I think that's at least for me as a very analytical guy, when I try and do that, that's where I find that I I start to make bad handicaps sometimes, which I think is also why uh, we have a category called field streakers, which I think we did. Uh, last time it's yeah. by far the worst category on the stream because we're we're kind of supplying this emotional narrative like this team is going to perform this way or they're going to perform that way and and we're kind of letting that inform uh, our decisions i just i think it's an interesting thing and i'd be curious anybody in the chat uh if you guys have opinions on this or thoughts or or if it doesn't impact your handicapping process at all i'm just curious to know what everybody thinks there's not really a right or wrong answer i just something that popped into my head literally as the video intro was playing yeah i was like this is a potentially good uh little discussion topic uh so hope everyone in the chat is doing well also we did have a i hate mike trout comment that rolled yeah. in earlier yeah i don't i don't uh don't disagree with that one but i'm taking him again i don't care it's just too <laughs> the numbers just line up so well he hasn't been hitting well so i get it if you don't want to take it but i'm in on it again it's not just a, like all three of these have been just not like this is Mike Trout. He's going to play well against the Royals. Like the numbers are there. The yeah, I mean, it's it's Mike Trout, right? He should, on average, play well against everybody. Yeah, I mean, he should. 
but uh, yeah, uh, so I'm, while that's true, I'm just saying that's not the full reasoning behind why mm-hmm. me and a lot of other people. Well, I don't. I don't want to say a lot of other people because a lot of people do take it just because he's Mike Trout. But me personally, like the matchups are there. He hits well against the pitches. All signs are pointing to him, especially today with Daniel Lynch on the mound. There's a lot of things screaming his name. So I'll yeah. be on it again. But he has burned us. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's not like the rest of the Angels haven't been hitting. So should definitely yeah. see some plenty, plenty of PAs for a drought today. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop in to today's slate. So quick reminder uh, how the stream works for anybody who is new, anybody who hasn't been in around a while, or anybody who loves to hear me repeat this every single day. Uh, we have five categories that we're going to talk about on the stream. You can see these categories on the left-hand side of the screen. For each of the first four categories, we've picked out a game that fits into that category. It's four games that are interesting for four different reasons, not necessarily our favorite plays on today's slate, uh, more so just the games that people are going to be interested in watching, uh, games to kind of spark the narrative, spark the discussion around today's slate. Uh, For each of these games, I will have my lean in that game. Javon will have his lean in the game, and you guys, as chat, uh, have the opportunity to vote in a poll that I will throw up for each of these games uh, to come up with your collective lean. And by the way, chat, you had a good day yesterday. You went four and one. Uh, proud of you. That was that was better than me, better than Delberto. Keep up the good work, chat. Love to see it. Uh, you can see all of the records for every single pick that has been made on the stream since May 4th. Coming up to almost two months of tracking everything like this. Uh, over on the Capwise Stream Bet Stamp account, I think there's more than... More than 400 leans tracked on there at this point. And we're making money, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the last category is the walk-off. This is our actual favorite plays of the day. I've got mine picked out. I'm sure Javon has a, has a good one. And again, you guys, as the chat, will be able to vote on your poll. And yes, Luigi Ryan Feltner can kick rocks. Completely agree. That uh, game was weird. That, that was a really weird game. It's like the Rockies look great, and then they look terrible, and then they like kind of looked okay again, and then they lost. Yeah, that's just from looking at that game beforehand. I had no idea what to think of that game, especially like the the total got steamed down from eight and a half to seven and a half, and it it just made no sense to me from the start. Yeah, and then both teams individually went over the total. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, I mean, I I think with a guy like. Uh, like Castano on the mound, like Miami had yesterday, it makes the game so hard to handicap. When he's a guy like switching out of a bullpen role into a starting role, but it's been like pitching pretty well. But like, how is that going to translate? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it, it it makes it feel really like unhandicappable, I would say. Uh, all right, so let's start out by hopping in to category number one. Broom boys. So category number one is Broom Boys, where we're taking a look at a team uh, closing out a series with an opportunity for a sweep. Uh, And the team that we're looking at today, we could have looked at many. Uh, Again, it is Wednesday. We have a bunch of series finishing up today. Uh, But we're going to be looking at the Chicago White Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, The White Sox, 2-0. In the first two games of this three-game series at home against Toronto, uh, much to the chagrin of a lot of people I know, especially in the first game, but I think a little bit yesterday as well, 
uh, we saw a lot of people on the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, and they've got burned. So money lines in this game, sitting dead even, minus 110 both ways, total sitting at nine. Pitching matchup in this game, we've got Lucas Giolito on the bump for the White Sox at home, Ross Stripling on the mound for the Jays on the road, and Javon. What are your thoughts on this game? You know, this game is also pretty weird, too, just the way that I've seen the line move overnight. Um, so due to that and due to a lot of other things, I think I lean the White Sox in this game. That's not going to be my official, you know, lean that I'm going to put. But, yeah, I think a lot of things point to the White Sox here. So I'm going to reverse that. And for my prop, that is going to be my lean. I'm going to go with Bobichette. I don't know how you want to mark it down because there's there's a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going with this fantasy score on prize picks would be okay with total bases or like a hits runs and rbi mix i don't know i don't yeah. know how you want to mark it down, yeah but. so i need i need a book prop uh, i'll tell you what is available uh so yeah, you can take I mean, a you can, just, you can just go with the total bases then okay yeah well so there's i can i can track a total bases over one and a half at minus 105 or yeah. i can take a hits runs rbis over two and a half at plus so, 140 yeah, we'll go with that we'll go with the hits runs rbis all right uh, so Bobochet yeah. over two and a half hits, runs, RBIs for Javon. Yeah. So with with Giolito, um, I like to target guys who are good against the secondary stuff, i.e. The, the slider and the changeup. So obviously we know that Giolito has not been, you know, the Lucas Giolito we expect as of late, as of the last couple of weeks, month. Um, but I like Bobochet in the spot. Uh, he has, he's a guy with reverse splits, which Giolito struggled against those guys who succeed in those spots lately. He's had issues with righties. He's had issues in the home run department, especially against righties. Um, but like I said, Bichette hits really well versus slider and changeup, especially the changeup. Um, and his numbers against fastball are not great, but if you look at him, his expected batting average is above 300, and his hard hit percentage is at about 75%. So like those numbers are going to even out soon. Um, and I expect it to be today. I think there's a lot of guys in that lineup that are in good spots today. So I'm going to go with Bo Bichette here. I think he has a pretty decent play, uh, decent day at the plate. Um, with uh, George Springer being out for the most part, too, from what I've seen, um, it might be Bo Bichette at that leadoff spot, or he might be hitting second behind Espinal. So I think those are good spots regardless of where he is. So I'm going to go with Bo Bichette today. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Espinal projected. Blue Jays lineup isn't out yet. White Sox lineup is out now. Uh, and Jay Wells brought up an important point. I had refreshed just before the stream. This came out in the last like five minutes, but no Tim Anderson today for yeah. the White Sox. He's getting a day off, uh, and that's not good for them. So that and that's actually I think going to change up my lean here. So I have I have Sims run for the game uh, with Tim Anderson projected in the lineup for the White Sox, but I think without Tim Anderson, I mean the White Sox are really dependent in general on the top half of that order looking at Anderson, looking at Abreu, looking at Luis Robert uh, to generate a lot of their offense. And when and then when, when, when one, of the, one or more, I'm talking too fast, when one or more of those guys are out, it really does have a negative effect on this team. Uh, and the fact that they've been dealing with injuries to a lot of these guys is why this is a team sitting at 500 despite having a win total in the preseason of 92 and a half. Uh, I don't want to take the Blue Jays here. I don't really trust Ross Stripling to go out and throw a gem either way. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the under in in this game. Uh, so model with Tim Anderson had this game at 8.9 runs, which is technically under nine. Uh, it also had the White Sox winning by like less than two tenths of a run. So it was like dead on 
the yeah. the implied scores. So I was going to take the White Sox just as the home team in what feels like pretty much a coin flip. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with the under with no Tim Anderson and of course the potential for for the Jays to be missing guys too, as as yeah. they put their lineup out. So that's where I'm gonna go with my lean. Uh, also, I'm curious what the model has for Bichette. We can I can actually cross reference if you have these props. Uh, so I have Bichette at 1.04 hits. I need to figure out what column is what. Uh, this is hits, runs, RBIs. All right. Uh, I have him at like 0.6 RBIs and 0.6 runs. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's like 2.4 overall. Doable. Or yeah, like, yeah 2.2, 2.3-ish. Quick math, not my specialty. But yeah, I think if you're, if you're getting that at plus 140, that seems like a pretty reasonable value. And a, and a dinger, you get it all at once. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that's an excellent question from Willie in the chat. Uh, how many Rays fitted hats does Javon have? So I have a couple. Um, I have three main ones that I have with me right now because I'm in Tampa. Um but my goal, actually today, before I head to the Lightning game, my goal is to pick up a couple more, so my rotation's a little, a little more diverse, you know, because it's tough. I hate, I hate buying them online just because they're like I get, I get hats that are like resellable, so they're really expensive. And like I live in Texas, so I can't like just go to the store and get a raise hat because who has raise hats outside of Tampa? And nobody cares about us. So I'm, I'm gonna go today before the Lightning game and pick up a few. So that number's gonna grow, but. Only a couple right now. Hey, so when we're, when we're talking pick up a few, are we talking like two? Are we talking five? Um, well, it all depends it, on what's de- there. De- yeah, it depends on the selection. It depends on what's there. But, you know, going in, going in the goal is two or three. I'll say that. Nice. We got we to gotta see him on stream. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring him into the rotation for sure. You What you need is you need just like a whole cabinet display behind you of raise hats. You know, I would love to do that, except like I already like I'm not I'm not in my own house right now. But like uh, back in my own house, I have that with shoes, so there's not much room, not much room to go elsewhere with a hat display. You you could you could like turn them into like little mannequins, right? Just <laughs> yeah, dress just out a mannequin. You got like your shoe collection on the bottom, your hat collection on the top. Yeah, grab some some, Gu- some Gucci display. shirts. Yeah, why not? Or whatever. Yeah, I think I think that's the move. <laughs> Um, so locking in the under for myself over on BetStamp and for chat, it is the Blue Jays. Uh, so we had seven votes on the Blue Jays money line, six votes on the White Sox money line, four votes on the under, two votes on the over. Uh, so it's going to be a little tough, uh, with the, with the prop over and the under and the money line, but we can go three for three on this. We need a. How about a one nothing Jays win, where the only run comes on a Bo Bichette home run in the first inning. Perfect. And there Absolutely we go. Perfect. Clip it. It's gonna happen. Let's do it. Imagine. <laughs> also, here you know what you need. You know how yesterday on the on the night sweats, people were were saying it kind of looks like a propeller hat. You need a raised propeller hat. I should do it. I should just keep it. I think you were saying that. I should just keep it and then just take it off. So it's so like it reveals just the actual fan and nobody is going to know. Uh-huh. Also, for anybody for anybody who missed it, we got a 
we got a spin of the chode fan. We got it to we got a got it to turn on on the night sweats yesterday. Maybe Watch if her. maybe if we're lucky at the end of the stream, Javon can can bless us with the chode fan. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead now and hop in to category number two. David versus Goliath. Average Joe's versus the Globo Jim Goliath. This sport doesn't build character, it reveals it. FNA, Cotton, FNA. So category number two is David versus Goliath. Taking a look at a game where we have a heavy, heavy money line favorite. Uh, and the biggest favorite on the board today. Uh, a team that have been disappointing some people over the last couple days, a la the discussion that we had at the beginning of the stream about Mike Trout, uh, is the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, so we've got Shohei Otani on the mound today uh, and are sitting at minus 245, minus 250-ish on the money line. Uh, total sitting at eight run lines, uh, looking to be about minus 110 each way. Uh, so Javon. Are you expecting a bit of a bounce-back performance from the Angels, or do you think that the Royals keep this one closer or steal another one? I think the Royals steal another one. I think I'm going to be on the money line as well, but my play with the most that I think the most value is on is their team total, which is sitting at over 3, minus 110 on FanDuel. Um, so we like we were talking about, there's guys at the top of that lineup, like Whit Merrifield, Bobby Witt, Salvador Perez, Ben Intendi. They've all been hitting the ball really well recently, especially in the series. I mean, a lot of them are good fastball hitters, which are good guys to target against Shohei Otani. And they hit high velocity well, which, again, good people to target against Shohei Otani. Especially Whit Merrifield, who's been really, really getting this offense going lately. His numbers don't show it um, as far as, you know, his fastball hitting and everything like that. But his expected batting average is high, and we're starting to see that turn around um, at this point in the season. Like I said, he's really been getting this offense going lately. I love everything he's been doing. And also for Otani, his uh, splits are starting to grow too as far as lefty-righty matchup. And those are guys that I think are going to do well today, like Benintendi, you know, Carlos Santana. Those are guys that don't strike out, which, again, good matchups against Otani. I expect more of the same today. And the Royals' offense, as disgusting as it is to say, they've been playing a little better recently. I know they had kind of an off series in that Oakland series. Um, but, I mean, it's the A's. Like, when you play against the A's, it's just an ugly game. You accept yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Hey, and, it, and it was in Oakland, which is a really hard stadium to hit in. Yeah, exactly. And they're not, you know, they're not the greatest power hitters. So I think they've decided to, or not decided, but they've been allowed to kind of flourish in the Angels ballpark this series. So I, I see a lot of runs out of them today. Um, the steam on the Angels is absolutely insane from what I've been seeing. So I'm going to be in on the Royals money line, but I'm going to keep waiting. So I, I think the, the best bet here is in the team total. Yeah, so you have a couple options with the team total. And also, everybody, be sure to go vote on the poll. Uh, up for another minute or so. Only got uh, 13 votes right now. There's 100 people in here. So let your voices be heard to exercise your, your civic duties. Uh, so you got a couple options. You can either lock in over on Betstamp a 3 at minus 118 or a 3.5 at plus 122. I'll take the 3. So locking in uh, an over three on the Royals team total, and, and I I don't dislike that play. I think that I think that the Royals are going to get to Otani a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna. I also I I agree with what you said, uh, that waiting if you're going to be on the Royals is the right move here because this line is going to continue to move. 
in the Angels' favor. It's Otani on the mound. You're going to get all of the casual betters coming in and wanting to get some action in right before the game starts. And they're going to see Otani, and they're going to bet the Angels. And the line's going to move. So what I'm going to do is I'm I'm taking the Royals here. Uh, I'm not going to take the money line. I'm going to take the run line. Uh, But I, I think that the Royals have a pretty decent chance of winning this game. Uh, and I definitely also think that they've got a pretty good chance of keeping this one close, even if they don't win. Uh, so we saw a game that go, went into extras yesterday. I'm also I'm also curious. I, I wasn't able to find any stats on this. I didn't really look, but I think it would be hard to find stats. Uh, but Otani pitching after batting in an extra inning game. Like, that was a long-ass game. Do you think that that's something that's going to have any impact on the way that he pitches today? I mean, I think so. I think it's it's hard to quantify it just because it's something that we, like we haven't seen before, um, you know, outside of him himself. But I, I think it definitely takes a toll on him. I think in an ordinary situation, his leash would probably be shorter. But with all the bullpen guys they've used, not only yesterday, but in you know the past week or so, the bullpen's taxed, so he's going to have to go long. They might leave him out there. I don't know what the plan is. But, yeah, I think that's definitely something we have to consider when he's coming out here to start after a, an extra inning game where he played fantastic. Oh, yeah, and he did play fantastic. He had, what, seven RBIs yesterday, including that game-tying home run in the bottom of the ninth. Ruined a lot of people's dreams. Yep, almost my own. I was on the Royals yesterday, too. I was not <laughs> excited. Not too thrilled about that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see where chat is at. Uh, so chat is on barely, kind of a, a come-from-behind win, uh, the over in this game. Uh, so we had nine votes come in on the over eight, uh, eight votes on the Royals, plus one and a half, five votes on the under, and only one vote on the Angels. Uh, it's kind of interesting to see a David versus Goliath category where the side that gets more votes is the uh, plus one and a half side. It is just, usually the minus one and a half that wins the chat poll. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just I don't see a world where this Angels offense and Otani on the mound is worth this price. Like, I, I just don't see a world where they are. So I, I understand that. Yeah, and and I completely agree. I I'm I'm very happy to to be square and lay minus one and a halfs, where where I think that the team deserves it. I don't think that the Angels deserve it today. Uh, all right. Uh, so Zach Riley had a question. Get intendi bases a total look. Or do you have any props just in general that you've been looking at in this game? You, if you if you have stuff that you're waiting to save for other stuff, you don't need to don't need to spoil. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not waiting to save it. Um, I I am looking at Royals props. Like I'm gonna be on Mike Trout. Like spoiler said that already. But I've been looking at Royals props. I honestly don't have anything that like stands out to me yet so i mean throughout the day especially since it's a late game it'll progress and i'll get some stuff out so not saving anything but i don't have anything like for sure for sure yet all right sounds good looking forward to seeing what you do have uh when it is that time Uh, all right so let's go ahead now and move along into category number three all i do is wind and they stay there and they stay there Wind. So category number three 
is All I Do Is Wind, where we are taking a look at a game with potential wind implications. And this game that we're talking about in this category, which is the Dodgers and Reds game, uh, could have fit into like pretty much any category today. Uh, it could have been David versus Goliath. It could have been a batting practice. It could have been could have been a lot of different stuff. Actually, no, it couldn't have been David versus Goliath today. Uh, but it could have been a room boys. It is a what has felt like a pretty weird series so far between the Dodgers and the Reds. I think that the Reds got a lot of hype from people. Uh, a lot of people been willing to back the Reds in these first two games against the Dodgers, and uh, it has not worked out well for the people on the Reds. We talked about this game on stream yesterday, uh, and some people like the Reds, uh, and and they lost 8-2. to two. So uh, running it back for game number three of the series today, uh, throwing the poll up right now, so everybody be sure to go vote on that. Uh, so we've got Luis Castillo on the mound for the Reds, who's probably, uh, probably their best pitcher right now. I mean, Hunter Green maybe has an argument, Tyler Malley, on the road maybe has an argument, but definitely not at home like he was yesterday. Uh, but Castillo's been solid this year. Uh, and we've got Tyler Anderson. Under the radar. 8-0 and record this year. For Tyler Anderson. Uh, oh, it, well, is it only game two? If, if so, my bad. I figured that it was game number three because it's Wednesday. Oh, yeah, they must have had a day off on Monday. Play yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then no off day Thursday. That makes more sense. All right. Game number two of the series. Uh, but still, Reds betters got burned yesterday. Uh, so lines in this game. Uh, we've got Dodgers on the money line on the road, sitting at only minus 140. Uh, Reds sitting at plus 120, over-under sitting at nine. Uh, and Javon, what are your thoughts on this one? So, um, as far as a side, I honestly can't get a read on this game but as far as matchups and props go this is what i've been waiting for for probably a week and it's brandon drury against the lefty at home so i'm taking you can put down his his over one and a half total bases um on prize picks i'll be honest fantasy score because he usually doesn't get total bases on prize picks but yeah this guy like as good as tyler anderson's been like brandon drury just demolishes lefties not just this year but historically he's a lefty killer but he he's been hitting everyone lately too, so I can't even can't even say that's the sole reasoning. But I mean, the guy hits 300 versus lefties. Um, the power stroke really gets there in, in Great American Ballpark. Yes, it's hitter friendly conditions, but this is a guy who probably at the most has been taking advantage of it. Uh, I mean, both were talking. You know, he hits 314 at home compared to just 212 on the road. Um, and then against the lefties, six of his 14 home runs and only 25 percent of his at bats. So. This is just the dream matchup scenario that I've, I've been waiting for. I play him almost every time he gets the lefty, um, especially because he hits usually in that two-hole when the lefty's pitching. So I like the spot. I like the spot in talking about the category that we're in. There's wind elements that are helping the, the hitting environments in this game, which they don't even need when they're playing in Cincinnati. So um, I'm going to take him pretty much everything today. I got Tyler Anderson's been great, but Brandon Drury is my wagon against lefties. I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, so there's a, a whole slew of different prop options that you can lock in on the book for Drury. So I'm going to run through uh, the available lines. So I know you said total bases. That's sitting at one and a half at like plus 100, plus 105, depending on the uh, depending on the book that you're at. You can also lock in a, over half a single at plus 110. So basically getting the same price for, for half a single or two total bases, or for one single versus two total bases. 
uh, hits, runs, RBIs. Uh, also sitting at uh, sitting at one and a half minus one fifteen. So you're gonna you want to go with total bases still? Yeah, I'll go with total bases. That one and a half hits, runs, and RBI is really interesting. It's just super juiced. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, somebody said in the oh, it was Cam said said in the chat too. He has a runner RBI. Yeah, I'll be on that on Prize Picks today for sure. 100%. Is is that is that number gonna be at one and a half? No. Or at, oh, at a half. Much, pretty much any game that's not. in Oh, course. I guess yeah. Just run run RBI. It should be. Yeah, it should run be at RBI. Half. Those games are at or those uh, props are at point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I have Drury. I I again not gonna do the math entirely, but definitely over one and a half total bases. I have him at exactly a hit. Uh, about point two two doubles and like pretty good chance like two tenths of a home run as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like every time I've taken this guy, I don't want to jinx it, but every time I take him in like a matchup that I really, really love, he just goes yard. So that's why I'm I'm pretty comfortable taking the total bases, especially being that it's at home with favorable hitting conditions. Yeah. Also, uh, can you hear the banging noise? I can't. Okay. There's, I my in my apartment, I'm like a couple stories right above where the trash is, and the uh, the garbage truck is clanking. Yeah, I think I think. Okay, it's loud. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, let me got that locked in over on bet stamp. <laughs> so it sounds like a war zone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so let me go ahead and throw that up on the graphic for you. Oh, I should probably put the game info up here too. Sounds like the 2017 Astros. Comment of the day right there. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, they're they're down there. Stealing <laughs> stealing signs. Imagine. That'll be hilarious. Uh Okay, so uh, I'm gonna take the Dodgers in this one. As as my play. So they're they're sitting at minus one forty on the money line. Some people might look at this and say it's sketchy. It means that the Reds are going to do something, but like there's there's nothing about this game that makes me go like, oh, the Reds are going to beat the Dodgers. So, I mean, Tyler Anderson on the mound is he this the sexiest name on the mound? No. Is he eight no with a sub three ERA this year, and and a sub one WHIP? Yes. Is he facing the Reds? Yeah, do the Reds suck? Yeah. Yeah. Are they at home? Yeah. But, I mean, the Dodgers get to bat in Cincinnati today also. It's not like that's an advantage that the Reds have. So, I, um, I'm i not going to overthink this one too much. Model loves the Dodgers today at, at minus 140. So, lock on that in for myself. Yeah, I like I like the Dodgers. I think this is another situation where, like, I said this yesterday, like, I was texting Krabs. Like, I thought... The Reds would be like the fake sharp play of yesterday. Oh yeah, the, the Reds feel like the Squirkle play today. Yeah, like oh yeah, I forgot I forgot that was a term. So yeah, Squirkle, like it feels like it again. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, uh, so Cam actually just made an excellent point in the chat. Uh, does Tyler Anderson coming off the most pitches in his career scare me? Uh, so I think he's had some extra rest. So he pitched back on the 15th. So a standard four days rest would have had him starting on the 20th, which would have been Monday. 
Uh, so if he was on regular four days rest, definitely something to watch out for. I mean, we've seen it with several other guys this year. Like we saw Reed Detmers really struggle coming off of his no hitter. We saw who who was the other guy? Miles Michaelis. Yeah, yeah, Michaelis coming off his no hitter, uh, really struggle or his almost no hitter struggle in in his next start as well. Uh, but but Anderson got an extra day of rest or an extra two days of rest. So I think it's going to be less of an issue. Yeah, makes sense, for sure. Uh, so going to go lock it in for myself, and let's see where chat is at in this game. Uh, and not so surprisingly, it is the Doyers. Uh, so we had 10 votes on the Dodgers' money line, uh, three votes on the Reds, three votes on the over, uh, and one vote on the under. Uh, so lock it in, Dodgers for myself. And for chat, along with the Brandon Drury, over one and a half total bases from Javon. Uh, so let's go ahead now and hop in to category number four. The Hype Train. Come on, come on. Release the brainstorm to make your motherfucking brain warm. A strange form, something kind of lyrical. Biggie the bastard, so that's kind of spiritual. Well, in God we trust, guns are fun. So category number four is the hype train uh, where we're taking a look at a top prospect making their big league debut uh we've missed out on a couple of these recently uh we missed out on o'neill cruz i think we streamed that day but the news was announced uh after the stream so couldn't stream uh, so couldn't talk about him uh somebody else who i think came up also oh uh, also on the on the pirates uh lover Pagero, who yeah. We weren't able to do a hype train for him, but we've got uh, Jeter Downs on the Boston Red Sox uh, making his big league debut today. So I think the the first thing to mention here is how funny is it that we've got a middle infielder named Jeter, named after Derek Jeter, by the way. Like, not like he wouldn't have been named after Derek Jeter. Like, who's just going to name their kid Jeter? I hope no one. Um, uh, starting, debuting for the Boston Red Sox. The irony is is thick. Uh, so a little bit about Jeter Downs for, for those of you who are not prospect aficionados. Uh, he was drafted... Uh, originally back in 2018 by the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he was sent to the Dodgers as a prospect as part of the trade uh, that brought Matt Kemp and uh, and Yasiel Puig from the Dodgers to the Reds. Uh, also sent, by the way, from the Reds to the Dodgers in that trade, Josiah Gray. Hmm. So uh, kind of interesting how, how, how all of these things have trickle-down effects. Uh, Downs was then sent uh, from the Dodgers to the Red Sox as part of the trade that sent Mookie Betts and David Price over to the Dodgers. And now uh, he is making his big league debut for the Red Sox today. Uh, he's a second baseman, uh, not a shortstop like Derek, uh, but with a with a similar-ish skill set. Uh, I mean, he's, he's a guy that projects 20 home run power, 20 stolen base steals, decent... On base skills, good defense, uh, but again, not really the arm and the range to play short. Uh, he's been struggling in the minors so this year. He's hitting below 200 
uh, and despite all of that getting called up, and I think that, that he's getting called up because a lot of Red Sox are getting the day off. Uh, I think Rafael Devers is not supposed to play today. I think that Xander Bogarts is also not supposed to play today. Um, so yeah, lines in this game. Uh, we've got the Tigers sitting at plus 105, the Red Sox at minus 125 total at 8. Uh, and Javon, where are you going here? Yeah, so because of a lot of things that you just said with guys getting the day off, like I, I don't really think Cheater Downs is going to bring the immediate you know spark to this offense in his first game. Um, I'm going with Tigers first five plus a half. I'm trying to look up the price on that, but I think this is a day that Scoobal goes and deals. Like it's not, I don't think it's going to be too tough with those guys out of the lineup potentially, because um, he. You know, he's usually a guy who has a pretty high fastball usage, but this year it's flipped on his head, starting to throw that slider a lot. Um, and with Devers and Bogarts out of the lineup, guys that kill sliders, I'm willing to take him in this situation because I'm not really scared of this Red Sox lineup. So, I mean, there's not much deep analysis into this one. Like, the Tigers have been kind of hanging around in these two games um, that have been played so far in the series, and I think more of the same is going to happen today. I think they have a decent chance to win this game outright as well. Um, and when we're talking about prospects, you know, Riley Green's been given a, a pretty decent spark to this offense as well. Yeah, that's the other guy that we couldn't do a hype train for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's ever since he's been inserted into that Tigers lineup, they've been scoring runs. Um, so I like the spot for them today. I'm going with the first five plus a half just to kind of isolate the pitching matchup and, you know, be on the safe end of the Tigers offense. But I do think that they have a pretty good chance to win this game outright. I'll say it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you. So, and I'm actually going to kind of fade the model here. Uh, so, model has the Red Sox winning, not by a not by a huge margin, but it does have the Red Sox winning. Uh, I think that the projected lineups that the model sees has, uh, oh no, it doesn't have Bogarts. Never mind. So, so no Devers, no Bogarts, uh, but it still likes the Red Sox. I'm I'm on this the Tarek Skubal bounce back train today. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm a big Tarek Skubal fan. I'm like the biggest under the radar Tarek Skubal fan. Of all time. Do you do you know the story with me and Tarek Skubal? I don't. Okay. So so Ben and I were doing these streams last year. Um and and we the, the format was a little bit different, but we had a, a segment where we had to like pick our best, collectively our best prop of the day. And twice in a row, we had Tarek Skubal starts and the prop of the day was like somebody to hit a home run against Tarek Skubal. It was like Aaron Judge once and Raphael Devers once. And and it hit both times. So we were like full-on fade Tarek Skubal train. Um, I was watching all these games, just like get a read on this young kid. And, and I was watching a game that he pitched, and I could see like, oh, something clicked. This dude figured it out, and he's fucking nasty now. And nobody can hit him. So then it was like we got tons and tons of value for weeks betting Tigers plus money money lines and Tarek Skubal overs and strikeouts. We so change of events. Yeah. <laughs> so so Tarek Skubal like turned into my favorite pitcher from that. Cuz it's like, "Oh, he's learning, he figured it out. Stuff is nasty." Yeah. So cool. I'm on the I'm a I'm a big Tarek Skubal fan because of that. It's the, the whole redemption arc. Uh, so I'm going to take the Tigers uh, on the money line here at plus money. He's he's been getting hit around a little bit uh, in his last couple starts. 
Uh, I again, I just think that against a team with a, with a guy making his big league debut, uh, with a lot of the top bats, including the two bats that have really had a lot of success against him, uh, in Endeavors and Bogarts, probably resting. Um, I like I like Scooble to have a good performance. Maybe the first five uh, money line or the first five run line is the way to do that. Uh, but I'll take I'll take the full game instead. Yeah, fair. Uh, so also your price on the Tigers first five uh, minus one twenty five. Yeah, is I the assumed, I assumed it was going to be in the minus one twenty ish range. I'm yeah. perfectly okay with that. Yeah, uh, so minus one twenty five to minus one forty, just depending on the book, looking like the yeah. range that you can get it at. Uh, so locking in the Tigers for myself, uh, and it looks like chat is on the opposite side of me. Uh, so you have nine votes on the Red Sox, uh, four votes on the Tigers, two votes on the over, two votes on the under. Uh, luckily, only going to be eating a very, very small amount of juice. Best price is available. Uh, plus 122 over at Circa on the Tigers, minus 125 over at Caesars on the Red Sox. It's a pretty interesting half. Uh, the way that Circa has that priced. Yeah, it's a little interesting. I've oh, been like kind of... It's Circa, so you trust Yeah, them. I mean, I've been kind of keeping track from afar how they compared to FanDuel do it, because I feel like those are the two that I've seen kind of mean the most in the little the little price changes, even if it's like a couple cents off. I don't know how you... Or what you've seen from, you know, them or other books or anything, but that's what I've been looking at a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's that's a whole discussion. We could we could do an hour long segment on like which books are important to look at for different sports. Yeah. I mean, I think FanDuel typically is a a trailing book for a lot of stuff. Although I don't I don't know what it is with baseball. And I don't I don't really know I, I like with baseball in general, I don't really know. Yeah. I know with other stuff like college basketball, college football circus like the go-to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> ben in the chat says, ooh, I showed up at just the right time. <laughs> bookmaker for MLB. Who the fuck is Bookmaker? These are all Bookmakers. Yeah. So what's up, Lockmith? Lock Fire him up, chat. Uh, all right. So, oh, it's offshore book? Okay. Uh, so, it is time for the hype train. Not the hype train. We just did the hype train. It's time for the walk-off. Uh, everybody's favorite bet of the day. So chat, what I need from you, as always, is your favorite bet on today's MLB slate. Uh, I need, it can be a money line, it can be a run line, it can be a game total, it can be a team total, it can be a nerfy, it can be a yerfy, it can be a first five bet, it can be a player prop, whatever it is, type it out in the chat. Uh, and give me the price. Is it a minus 130, like the Braves money line that Pandemic just posted? Uh, is it a plus 200? Is it a minus 35,000 DCL VI premium play of the century? Uh, if you do not give me the line of the bet, it's not going in the poll. And I cannot take prize pick stuff because we have to track all this over on BetStep. Uh, so it's book, book prices only. Uh, all right, here is the video clip. The walk-off. The 1-1 pitch. 
A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Goal. And let's see what we've got. Uh, so first thing that came through was that Braves. Money line at minus 130. Uh, let's see. Camp likes Luis Robert. Over. One and a half total bases. At minus 112. Uh, we got Cubs money line coming in back to back. Uh, I'll just average the minus 115 and the minus 125. Call it minus 120. Uh, Method Man bets with the first time chat. Uh, welcome to the stream. Thanks for checking it out. Like Trey Turner. I also I read that as like Meth bets, and I was like, we probably shouldn't be tailing you if your name is Meth bets. Then I then I read what was in the middle, and I was like, oh, it's just Method Man, and that makes a lot more sense as a name. Uh, like Trey Turner over one and a half total bases at minus one. 30. Uh, and we've got a Guardians money line that Luigi posted at least three times. Uh, at plus oh, yeah. one Answer, answer uh, this guy here who asked, when I add plays on Twitter for total base and then I have a book only play, I base all the plays that I post, all the total, total basis plays that I post off of if they're available on prize picks, so if it's book only, then it's not available on price picks, and I'm just taking it spread in the book. So that's what that means. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's an interesting dynamic between price picks and books. I think some somebody I'm just gonna trust them. Uh, they did the math, and I think if you're so if you're playing on price picks, the price that you're getting based on the payout for the prop is like minus one thirty seven. Yeah. So I guess it's just like a question of if you have a number available on prize picks and a number available in the book, if it's like worse than minus, if it's like better than minus 137, like a minus 150 play or something, then maybe throwing it in a prize picks entry is the way to go. But yeah. if, but if, if you can, if you like, like the bet and you can get it at plus a hundred or something on the book, you should take it on the book and not in a prize picks. So yeah, I think, I think that's just part, a, an interesting dynamic that people don't really look at. Yeah, I know for the most part. So like when I do, when I tweet those plays, like I'm taking them, it's why, like, it's hard for me to, like, recap because I take all of them and I put them into, like, different combinations and prize picks. But at the same time, I'm straight betting them on a book. So, like, anything that I tweet out, I'm straight betting as well. But I'm also taking them in different combinations of prize picks. So, I mean, I see both angles of it. Um, a lot of the times when you take, like, the chalk guys, like the Trouts, like the Devers, those are kind of the ones that inch towards that above the, the prize picks odds category. But, I mean, if you're taking, taking like, lesser-known guys, like, most of the time, those odds are going to be plus money or close to it. So, definitely great value on those, especially on the, the total basis. Yeah, so speaking of props, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume. I don't know, because I don't know what your favorite play is, but I'm assuming uh, that you've got a prop for us today. Is that correct? Actually, no. Actually, no. Really? Favorite bet is actually a team total today. Honestly, really? it, it probably would have been a prop from this team. But I, I can't decide who. Just um, too many good options? Yeah, I mean, there's one that I'm leaning towards, but I haven't done, like, the, the necessary research between the team to give out, like, a confident play in it. So I'm just going to go with everything. Yeah, so who's so, it, it going to be? It's going to be the Orioles. Team total over 4.5. Sit minus 114 on FanDuel. Um, 
Lucky. So I played this money line myself last night, but it's been steamed quite a bit. I think it's sitting, you know, 150 plus now, so that's why I'm pitching the team total. I think they're both great plays. Um, so my number one indicator when looking at a side for props, the Orioles fantasy scores on prize picks. Like, first of all, like I'll just say this, like when you look at props on prize picks, even if you don't use it, it's a great tool. Um, if you look at fantasy scores, because that is a, a pretty solid indicator of how the game's going to go. Um, do I really need that with Patrick Corbin on the mound? No, but these Orioles fantasy scores are higher than I think they've been all year. Um, and we saw that with the Rays. Like, the Rays were in, like, their, their huge slump, and then they came to a game and they played Cobb Radish. Fantasy scores higher than they've been at any point in the year, and then they score six runs when they've scored four in their last four games total. So this is what I like with that. Um, and just talking about the game, like, as bad as Patrick Corbin's been, you know, overall, he's been even worse on the road. He has a 7-4-7 ERA on the road. Um, and a lot of guys, like, the run production doesn't necessarily show it from these Orioles, you know, batters, but... They've got guys in that lineup that are swinging red-hot bats. So the one person that I was kind of leaning the most towards was Ryan Mountcastle, who, you know, he hits lefties well. He's been really hot. Um, so I'm probably going to end up playing him over anybody, but I'm just going with the Orioles team total over four and a half. I think that the offense really just rolls over Patrick Corbin today, um, especially after that, that down day yesterday and kind of a boring game, which I really don't want to watch this game either, but I feel like there's a, a great value in this Orioles team total and for them to win the game, but... Yeah, Patrick Corbin is bad. Very. He's bad, bad. I will say I'm with uh, I'm with pick six in the chat. Said I was going to start the stream saying fuck the O's, and now I might bet on them. I I, I was on the Orioles first five team total over yesterday. Um, against Eric Fitty, and he just had a phenomenal game out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, although I don't I don't know that Corbin is going to do the same thing. I really don't think he is. Yeah, I don't. Either. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like the one where I bet on the Orioles. The Orioles I shouldn't have bet on them. They're on my shit list, and I took them off my shit list a couple times. And they're like they keep losing. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I as soon as I don't bet on them, they're gonna smack. So I'll I'll hold off today yeah, for the sake of everyone else. Uh, so where I'm gonna go at with my favorite play uh, is going to be a first five team total. Uh, this is a is a kind of ugly one. Uh, we're gonna go with the Seattle Mariners. First five team total over one and a half at minus one thirty against Paul Blackburn and the Oakland A's. So Paul Blackburn been pitching well this year, uh, but I'm not a I don't know I just I don't like Paul Blackburn. He doesn't strike guys out. I I. I say this every time we have a pitcher like this. He doesn't strike guys out. He gives up a lot of contact. He doesn't walk a ton of guys. Uh, I don't think that's a huge deal here. And I think just asking for two runs in five innings, I, I think I think that the Mariners can get it done. I really do. Uh, he, he started one game against the Mariners earlier this year, which was a really strange game. Uh, it was in Seattle back on May 25th. He went 5.1 innings, walked five guys, only struck out two batters in 5.1 innings. So that's five free base runners, and out of the 16 outs, 14 of them were on balls in play. He gave up one hit. Jeez. Like, that's it's just stupid, right? You can be the best ground ball pitcher in the world and not consistently do that. But he's he's like he's been doing it. 
Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fade him here. Model likes it. Is it ugly? Yeah. C Schneider in the chat says, as an A's fan, he still baffles me. His stuff is not amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just no shot that that he's gonna continue to be this good. You can't. It's it's really really confusing. And I mean, if we want to talk teams that we're not betting, I'll tell you who I'm not betting. I'm not betting anybody on this Mariners offense. But this is a spot where, like like you were saying, they don't have to produce the offense all by himself if or all by themselves if it's Paul Blackburn giving free bases. So uh, yeah, I'm okay with that spot too. I was actually looking at them to win this game. I might just take that straight up. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad look either. I mean, George Kirby's is a, is a solid pitcher. Been a little up, a little down. So if you're if you want to trust Kirby here, which actually is is not a bad idea. Maybe I should have just taken the Mariners money line. Uh, but I'll 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 trust them to get two in the first five against Paul Blackburn. Yeah, not bad, not a bad play. All right, so let me go lock that in for myself. Throw it up on the graphic, and then we're going to take a look and see what chat has. Uh, so poll results for the chat in the walk-off. Uh, we have the Braves eking out a close win. So we have six votes on the Braves, four votes on that Trey Turner, total bases over one and a half, uh, three votes on the Guardians at plus 138. Uh, we've got two votes on the Luis Robert over one and a half total bases, and we've got two votes on the Cubs money line. Uh, so it is the Braves money line at minus 130. Uh, Javon, I'm curious, do you have any thoughts on that Trey Turner total bases prop? Um, I mean, it's never really a bad option, especially in a game where like, obviously Mookie's not in the lineup, so he's going to get a little, a couple more bats most likely. I mean, the total in the game is really high, and we're both expecting, I think, the Dodgers to put on a good show today and win this game, so I don't think it's a bad play at all. It's not one that I've looked too far into myself, but I don't hate it one bit. Yeah, sounds sounds good. Yeah, Trey Turner is an on-base machine. Yeah, uh, let's see. Percent. Yeah. Trent's going to take Kirby K's proceed with caution. Trent's been hot. Yes. Trent, I think Trent, Trent's carrying the fade god reputation a little bit too far. He's uh, incorporated yeah, I mean, he a like lot the, of like... smart sports bettors into the into the handicapping and betting process. Yeah. So, like, I mean, basically, basically, when people were calling Trent fade god, they're just they're saying we're we're fade gods because he's <laughs> we're the ones that he's listening to. Yeah. But I mean, if we're talking stuff about he's going to lose today, like he he said he's nuking the uh, like his his hockey prize picks that he's because he's gonna be at the game so mm -hmm. if he's gonna lose anything uh, that that can probably be it yeah we'll see i'm i'll be rooting for him though if he's putting 2k on a prize picks i'll be rooting for his prize picks but i'm gonna root so because i know he's gonna put so much money on the abs <laughs> and i'm going to tell him to his face today when i see him that it, it is not hitting the lightning running back yeah no i'm uh i'm on team abs here i'm gonna actually be at the uh at the abs watch party at Ball Arena. Should be well, should hope, be a I hope good time. The arena's arena's pretty sad tonight. Uh hope it's uh hope it's happy. <laughs> I mean I'm a Caps fan, like I don't I don't care that much. Yeah. But 
Gotta gotta root for the hometown team. The new hometown team. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So I think that wraps up the stream. I know you have to hop on behind the lines uh, coming up shortly, so we're not going to do a Q&A session. Uh, although, Javon, I do have one request. let hear it. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> the lowest, lowest setting, and it's going. Not only is it going... Going to double action. Yeah, this this is like that's got to be the most mystifying thing for the people who weren't <laughs> in uh, on the on the the night sweats last night. The fact that there's a second Chode fan. Yeah, that was the the big reveal. Uh huh. And honestly, more important than uh, than any of the picks, any of the stuff that we've talked about, it's just. Second Joe that's, fan. That's really that's really what we've been waiting for. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Lockbeth, your reaction is the same as mine. What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, so we'll let you hop off, uh, Javon. Thank you so much uh, once again for hopping on the stream and sub bang right as I'm trying to let Javon off the stream uh, from Thank Ben with a gifted sub to Jay Wells. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Chode fan bang. Let's go. All the bangs. Uh, all right. Yeah. So appreciate it so much. Uh, hope to have you back on sooner rather than later. Always a good time. Uh, so good luck to you with your bets. Uh, very interested again to see what the prize picks is later on. Uh, be sure to go follow Javon on Twitter, everyone, so you can see the prize picks. Uh, let me go grab your Twitter link. I took the command off my stream deck brutal for the brutal. host yeah but yeah i appreciate you having me on again definitely we'll have to do this again soon um and good luck on your bets as well too i feel like we're on a majority of the the same sides today so i like it yeah absolutely we have uh we have 14 and 1 potential yeah just looking just looking at my lanes is disgusting the royals tigers orioles but you know we're gonna get it done today yeah <laughs> we're gonna get it done yeah, sometimes right. it's it's not about how pretty the bet is, it's about does it win. Yeah, whatever whatever wins, whatever wins. Yep. But yeah, appreciate you having me again. Good time as always. And uh we'll be seeing. Yep, we'll be seeing. Take it easy chat. Uh we'll be back not tomorrow. Back on Friday. Uh so good luck. Catch you then. Awesome. See ya.